What up, what up, what up? So firstly, just wanted to say hello. Hope everyone is doing well. Um, it is a Sunday and I was in the gym and I was bench pressing for the first time on the actual freeway bench for like two years and not two years, two months. And uh, this old guy came up to me. You could just tell he was like a coach. You could tell he's been lifting weights for like 60 years. And he's like, need a spot. You know, he saw I had 225 on. And I was like, yeah, actually, I do need a spot because I haven't lifted this weight in like two months. Um, and I had no idea whether I was going to get one rep or, you know, 10. So he spotted me and he had some really good advice. And I got seven reps of 225 after not doing free weight bench for couple months and I've been doing the hammer strength and working on stuff for golf not really trying to bench but um it felt good and then I talked to him and you could just tell I'm like how many competitions have you done done 43 competitions 43 he said yeah my bench got up to 480 at one point I was like 480 like the most I've ever done on bench I think it was 340 350 for one and then 225 I think I got 18 at one point reps um but that was when I was training for football and training for powerlifting and all that good stuff. Um, I got that a couple of times, but it got me thinking about the long process of training and how this guy's 72. He looks great, by the way, full of energy, going up to every guy who's decent shape in the gym and talking to them about what they're doing and how they're training and giving tips. And, you know, I don't know if he's looking for business or something, but I don't think he was because he was just there chilling and just kind of trying to get a workout and feel the vibe, living his best life. And then I saw another segment or I was thinking about the Olympics and how they're every four years. And these are macro cycles, right? Over a year, macro cycles of training, uh, mesocycles, you know, these are cycles of training. These are programming. But these macro cycles, these four-year intervals, let's say, between Olympics are there for a reason. And um, it's it's for training. It's for that first year of kind of like just setting a base stability balance and then and then building in power and building in strength and taking a long long period of time so when someone comes to me and we talk about results or we talk about gaining coaching it's not in three days it's in three months i want to see what i can do mentally to you in three months because we know in three months your your bench isn't going to go up 100 pounds in three months unless you get on some chemicals or something you know but we know that your mindset can change in three months so where do we start there? And that's what I do with my clients or the clients that I've coached in the past is focusing on what can we change now mentally, a switch that we can turn off or on and a plan that we can put into place now to implement change as to what's not working. Identify the problem and provide a solution, but not in two days, but in two or three months or two or three years or three or four years. Because if you're looking at strength gains, how about look three or four years down the line? You know, uh, it's not going to be three or four months down the line, no matter how bad you want it, unless you're already in position and already have the strength you desire, just maybe need to ramp it up a little bit. And the next three or four months are going to be about healing, stabilizing, building back resistance and building back strength at a higher level and peaking at like the four month mark for a competition or something. Um, if you guys who train, you know what I mean, you guys who are, are serious about it, you know, not getting injured, but training effectively, know exactly what I mean. A lot of guys who do competitions understand. And there's a lot of nutheads out there just train nasty year round, but a lot of them don't get the proper chance to recover. They're not gaining the weight that they can. Um, it's just, you know, a, a cycle of, uh, 
a cycle that's, that's not going to work if you're not giving yourself proper rest. So why four years for the Olympics? And I think about it, and, and it just makes me deeply think about why people make yearly goals. And Tony Robbins says people overestimate what they can do in a year, and they underestimate what they can do in a decade. And it's the truest statement because people who make these yearly New Year's resolutions, right, which most of them become bullshit, um, they go to shit and they don't even work out for maybe two weeks and don't see results and get upset. The issue is that this is common for 90-something percent of people, um, depending on what circles you run in, but over 90% of people don't work out consistently or don't eat healthy or don't have a good relationship with food. Let's talk about that for a second. Good relationship with food. There's people out there with with bad relationships with food, food literally, um, who have serious health problems who need to see specialists for their poor relationship with food. And if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, I'm not going to get into details of it, but it's, it's not good, right? Feel like they eat too much or it's bad. And I'm from the nature of, I mean, yeah, was, you know, obviously don't be a, crushing your body with sugar every day and create diabetes. You know, that's, that's terrible. Make sure you're doing your nasal breathing and you're getting good digestion and you're handling your stress and you're getting good sleep. Um, these are important things and hydrating well and not drinking too much caffeine, making sure you're relaxing. Um, but at the same time, man, you got to have a good relationship with food, uh, to the point where you're not afraid to eat more. You actually want to eat more when you're training. You love what you eat. You get your fruits and your vegetables and your hydration every single day. And maybe not every single day, but you find a way to get them in. And for me, that's been smoothies. So I'm going to go. I just got done with my workout. It's 1145. I'm going to go crush a smoothie with little Chobani yogurt, spinach, carrots, blueberries, raspberries, a scoop of collagen powder, maybe a little bit of creatine in there, um, a little bit of whole milk, some water, some ice, mix all that up, maybe a banana, get all that going and slam that. And it tastes great. It has, if you, I love raspberries in my smoothie. That's my favorite ingredient. Um, raspberries are definitely the number one. They, they really sweeten it up and you don't need too much. Um, spinach also helps add a nice flavor to it when you put that spinach in there and put a big old handful of spinach at the bottom of that blender and uh, have that be your base because that's one of the best things you can have for your digestion right there, man, those greens. And, you know, continue making that a habit. Um, I made a mistake with one client of mine teaching him about intermittent fasting because he took it to another level where he doesn't need to eat and he had a bad relationship with food and he figured, oh, well, I just won't eat until one o'clock. This is easy. Then I can eat a little worse at night, but then he had felt bad when he ate worse at night. The relationship with food, it doesn't matter if you eat at 1 p.m. or 9 a.m. or 7 a.m., if you have a bad relationship with food, you have a bad relationship with food. How does this relate to four-year training cycles? Well, if you're doing a four-year training cycle, you need to have a good relationship with the fuel that you put into your body and the food, and knowing what it does and not have a bad relationship with it and absorb and endure everything that your body goes through and train and just understand it's calories and water for your strength. It's calories and water for fat and you know all that other stuff. It's you know obviously vegetables, fruits, not eating too much. 
but for the most part it's calories and water and getting enough calories and water to meet your basal metabolic rate which is the calories needed in order to sustain maintain your weight or gain weight if you go underneath that by 100 200 calories consistently you'll lose weight in a caloric deficit if you go over that you'll gain weight if you stay around that mark you'll fluctuate a pound or two in either direction i like to stay around that mark and i'll fluctuate a pound or two in either direction if i eat huge like one day like right now it's 11 49 i haven't had any food i worked out i'm gonna eat good today but i'm not gonna go ham um if i eat really a lot one day the next day maybe i'll do what i did doing right now yesterday i ate a good amount so today I'll go home and get my smoothies, get my nutrients in and do that and, and just rely upon that base, that base of what gets me going. Also, I sleep eight to nine hours a night. I know people, if you have kids, it's, I hear it's extremely difficult to do that, but it's just going to be a little harder for you. Okay. That's all it's going to be. I'm not going to say that you can do it or anything like that. Eight or nine hours of sleep that is, but I'm just going to say it's going to be a little harder for you. You need to focus a little more than the average person and that's okay. Everyone has different obstacles they need to get through. Some may not have sleep. Some may have more stress. Some may have a bad relationship with food. Some may not know how to lift weights properly. Some may not be getting the workouts that are efficient. Some may not be drinking enough water. Some may be drinking too much caffeine. Some may be pre-diabetic or have pre-existing condition or something like that. Um, some may be going through trauma in their life. Some may have gotten an injury. Um, there's a lot of different things that set people back, but you need to control the controllables and not just make excuses, right? Uh, if you have a child here, a lot of people saying they can't go to the gym for maybe 30 minutes at a time. Well, I know you can't go, but you need to, and you need to make time to go. Um, it's not whether you want to go, it's whether you make time for it. So make sure you're doing that. Now, how does this relate to four years or two years or one year training? Well, it's, everything's based over a long period of progression. Remember, people overestimate what they can do in one year and they underestimate what they can do in one decade. So when I'm working with someone, I'm thinking three, four, five years out, three, four, five months out, rather than three, four, five days out or even three, four, five weeks out. Unless it's that mental aspect, which can be changed almost immediately through belief and through a flick of a switch and just action. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I'm, I'm thinking about it, man. The Olympics um, are fun to watch. And there's so much, so much great talent. Unfortunately, it's overshadowed by politics and by um, the P word and by everything that's going on right now. And it needs to be so political and so extra. Why can't you just let the athletes be athletes and break records? Um, yeah. So that's just my two cents on that. But as you guys know, I'm pretty open to that. If you have any questions about anything else, let me know. Um, think long term. Don't get impatient. Make sure you have the, the lines in place that everything's in order. Uh, don't be running around like a chicken with your head cut off all the time. And if you are, you just need to work harder than the other person on your rest and your stress control and all that other stuff. Nasal breathing helped me so much with my golf game this weekend. Breathing through the nose, breathing through the nose, in and out, in and out. Keeping my mouth closed throughout the whole golf round, trying to at least, except when I was talking, but just breathing in and out of the nose. And you'll find yourself when you say, take a deep breath, a lot of people puff their chest and they breathe through their mouth. That's exactly the opposite of what you should be doing. You don't need to take a deep breath. You actually need to slow down your breathing, nasal breathe, breathe through your diaphragm, slow down the tempo, even be in an air deficit, slow it down, relax, get rid of that fight or flight mechanism in your body, slow it down, breathe in and out through the nose. And when you're sleeping, be conscious of when you wake up with a dry throat. If you have a super dry throat, it's because you've been breathing through your mouth. 
and you may want to consider sleep taping or something like that, which I haven't done yet, but I've heard good things. Um, all right, guys, peace out four years at a time. Remember that don't get impatient with yourself. And also, um, don't just think you can hold it off for four years because then it's going to be too late. Peace.